Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters, botanical garden of lush green money plants. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, how are you and what are you doing? I am very nice and I am tying up, tying up my last bottle of the sixth glass quadruple ale. And I'm actually curious, hmm. I had read the name on a previous episode, how did you know that it had such high alcohol content? Like what, what about the name? You drank it on the show before and said the actual alcohol content. Oh, I, I thought it was. I thought like maybe quadruple ale meant. Well, a quadruple thing or... does mean it's high in alcohol. Oh, okay. like a triple, like a Belgian oh, triple. Oh, triple, yeah. triple, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's high. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is one higher than a triple. Is that what you're saying? A triple, yeah. Thought it was a triple. Well, no, it's triple. I mean, thought it was spelled differently. It is spelled differently. It's they just reversed the e and the l. Just like they do, like you ever hear, you ever see theater? Theater spelled two ways, where sometimes theater is spelled T H E A T E R or T R E. So theatre. It's like when when uh, the Brits spell it color. Yeah. C O L O U R. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which everyone knows is obviously incorrect. Anyway, (laughs) we're going to talk about creating your own opportunities today, Mm. which I think we've discussed before, and in in a way. Like on on a networking episode or an episode about getting a job or one of those things, but we want to go a little bit deeper into this topic. I have some stories. You have some stories, I'm sure. But before we uh, get into the meat of it, the thick of it, uh, if you have questions about personal finance or creating your own opportunities, you can email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail dot com. Also, uh, we want submissions for catchphrases that we say at the beginning of the show. Today's catchphrase is "Botanical Garden of Lush Green Money Plants," and that was from Ian via Facebook. But we'd rather you send them via Twitter at Money Matters Man so we can keep track of them and actually add them to our list. It's very easy for me to keep track of them. Uh, but if you want, Facebook.com slash Listen Money Matters. I will accept them there, too. I will accept them anywhere, but I prefer Twitter. Well, if you're accepting them anywhere, it should be a challenge to send them to you in difficult places hmm. to just <laughs> that's to not, make your life tough. That's not fair. Uh, so let's talk about creating your own opportunities. Uh, a big one, I guess, that we could talk about right off the bat is what I did. What did you do? I, 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 I started my own business. I true. I created that from nothing. From nothing. It was an idea in your head that I was. You know, actually, I don't think I mentioned this on this show, but uh, I worked at a pool store. Mm. For years, since I was 13, worked there forever. And I thought, and I also did website design. And I thought, okay, I'm going to marry these two worlds together. And I was like, oh, I'm going to create this thing called Swim University. I bought the domain name, right? Mm. Do you know how long I sat on that for, that domain name? How Before long? building a thing? How long? Two years. Really? Yeah. That was, you even still cared about the idea two uh-huh. years later? Uh huh. That's, wow, dude, because. So- Months later, I'm already on to the next. Uh... So I had the idea, and I didn't start it until two years later. And the reason I started it was my friend uh, Carlson, who's uh, you know email emailed in on the show, and he listens. He's a listener. Mm-hmm. He said to me, "When are you going to build that website you keep talking about?" And I was like, <laughs> "I'm going to build." He's like, "You keep talking about it. Just fucking build it, man." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I'll show you. That's I'll do what, it. Well, that's what that's what got me to do it. That's what got me to start it. Was him hmm. saying that? I don't even know if he knows that. But yeah, he well, will. If he listens, he, now he, he will now. Yeah, but if I was him, I would ask for like royalties or something. 
<laughs> no. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, I did that, uh, but I needed a push. Mm. And I, you know, I also got pushed. Now, I, I created my own opportunity, I guess, but there was things that fell into place. I was going to say that's even much more literal than I was even thinking as like, because like th- in that scenario, you actually literally created mm-hmm. your own opportunity. Yeah. I, w- I was thinking more fluffy, but 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 go on. Well, I, I, I was uh, mentioned that it took a long time and mm. I ended up getting fired from my job because of that website. So that uh that opportunity i created it uh got me fired mm. which but because i knew how to do website design i was offered another opportunity to work somewhere else and i got fired because i had another job lined up i had this website and my boss was like uh you know i'm gonna fire you because you have this website and you have another job so go fuck yourself and it's in and not literally but that's what he basically said Hmm. So I left and worked another another job, and I only worked there for like a year and a half before I was laid off. Now, one could argue that that was sort of – I was definitely hoping for that. So I was definitely ho- – like I did at the other job, the, my final – Well, wait, wait. You were definitely hoping to be laid off? I was definitely hoping to be laid because, off. Because to be clear, um, how much money was your site making at the time? Nothing. No, it was. It was make. I, it that, was making what? It, it measured in the tens of dollars or no, hundred. It made no. It made more than that. But uh, this is re- years ago. Not too long. I mean, like two years ago. Okay. Too, it was making money. It just wasn't making a lot. It wasn't making enough. But my thought process was: if I had an, if I had more time to work on the website, if I had, you know, basically twenty four hours a day to focus all of my time on this one thing, I could really take it to the next level. Mm. And I couldn't I, – I wasn't about to just quit my job and do that. That would be stupid. But mm. what I did was I cleverly sort of – Sucked at your job. Sucked in such a way that, you know, I was getting the work that had to get done. Uh, but – and I knew – but I kind of saw where the company was going. Mm. And I wasn't a fan. But it, And I wasn't looking for another job. I was just hoping to be laid off. And I was. And I took that as a sign to this is what you have to do now. Like you have no other choice. And I, you know, I did have this safety net of unemployment, but it was my okay, Matt. Now you have to make this a thing. You have no choice now. Mm. This is your. This is this is the golden opportunity for you to get this thing off the ground, and you have to. There's no. There's nothing. So 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 I I, I hear you, and, you and I think so that's that that's my one story. The end. The end result. Is you create your own opportunity, but uh, th- from from what I know, uh, there's like a lot more hardship and intenseness in between that that oh, multi year between now and then. So it wasn't like you were like doing this thing and then they laid you off and then it was all flowers and butterflies and no, it was it was downgrading my life to like an epic degree to an epic degree, like be- because I beyond knew I, comprehension, I knew what know. I wanted, I knew what I wanted. I had a very clear goal, and I knew that I wasn't going to be able to achieve that goal if I was driving around a BMW. Mm. And 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 truthfully, that's that idea alone is what got me 
to think about what I truly valued in everyday life. I didn't truly value my home or my uh, car or my king size bed or anything or any mm. appliance or anything I've ever bought in my life. You don't take pride in the fact you have a stove with two cooking compartments or whatever. No, and I didn't have that. But um, like I never <laughs> I, I, I bring up the king size bed because that is my joke. That is my go to joke for everything. And, I, and like when I when I'm talking to a girl, I'm like, well, I'm like, I, I do have a king size bed. So it's like <laughs> kind of a big deal. That's like that was always my like go to joke. I am proud of that because I paid it off and I didn't pay any interest on it. And uh, it's big and I like it. But uh, I, I have a I mean, do you have any specific uh, stories where you created like an opportunity for yourself regardless of listen, money matters? Because technically not. Yeah, so I, I didn't even necessarily want to talk about like that. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't I was, either. I, was, I just wanted to start. I was even thinking like a, a more specific or, or like an example I was kind of thinking of was how we had met, and it was in of you reaching out to me, not looking to do this. We had no idea this would have happened, but just in you proactively reaching out created this thing that became much bigger. And like similarly. Our, our, our once listener and now number one or first teammate, uh, Candace, also reached out and it, you know, that's true. She created her own opportunity. Yeah, and uh, I mean, by reaching for, out and asking. Exactly. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be explicitly asking. It could just be like putting yourself out there. And you mm. just you just reminded me. Um, there was somebody who had left a review on iTunes, right? Uh, Okay, who had, I don't know who we're talking about, but... Yeah, who had mentioned that because of listening to our show, they ended up getting a raise at work because they actually took our advice to going up to to their boss and asking for a raise. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. so like that... And look, opportunity. the idea of like opportunities are just going to happen and fall on your plate, no. You can do things to set yourself up for those opportunities. And this This is the whole, uh, like... My my dad always told me uh, that uh, there's like no such thing as luck. Like luck is the meeting of preparation and opportunity. opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like he, he prepared himself. You know, he worked hard at his job, whatever he asked, and all of a sudden, like it created this thing that it, it was. It could have always been waiting. Could have been waiting there for over a year. He just needed to ask. Right. And that's you know? the thing. Like you, you just have to go and ask for it. You know, opportunities. Like I said, are not going to come. If you just expect them to. Now, yeah. I will give another example of. Um, I thought I was going to give my example. Oh, I thought you did. No, no, I was. I was just. You were uh, just I was giving. Prefacing. Prefacing. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, I had this uh, this professor, and actually, wasn't even my professor in college. He was my uh, best friend at the times professor, and he was a designer, uh, and he did three kind of designer. Uh, he they did a lot of three D modeling and stuff like that, but he's also graphic, like like, a, like an industrial designer. Uh, so he did that. Okay. He was was slash is an architect, but tons of graphic stuff, Photoshop, Illustrator. He okay. was like designer, like entire scope, Got and it. he was pretty successful in that in that sense. And he had started his own thing where he would um, do design work for large companies, and you know maybe create their three D videos promoting their products or whatever. Right. And um, he uh, had this idea of a gift card trading website where um, you're 
your grandma. I know what you mean, yeah. And this, and this was back in like 2004, maybe 2003, where like your grandma gave you a gift card to Bed Bath and Beyond. It's like, um, thank you, grandma, but no thank you. Like because... I don't shop at Bed Bath and Beyond. Exactly. Like what am I going to do with this? So it's like this kind of like almost nefarious thing where like. You got this gift from your grandma, and then you're gonna go and like trade it away or sell it for some for another gift card that you would actually use for another gift card or of cash equal value, and, yeah, yeah. And, and we called a joy monger and had like a little Tasmanian devil because it was kind of like a little evil in the sense that like you're taking oh. this gift that someone gave you and you're giving it away. I mean, I don't see that as evil. Not like evil, but like I think you get. The, the feeling we're trying to convey and he you know he wanted some help working on it I mean first he had me work on other small things but for free no no he paid me like okay. he needed me to dev this like simple uh, photo gallery thing for his father's business and basically I knew my buddy my buddy knew that I loved doing web work and I had done tons of it on the side mm -hmm. before I met him and he was like uh, yeah I know this guy and he's he, he's interested in some work and I had nothing I knew nothing about the guy, and I just decided to, yeah, I'll go talk to him. And it was just, I could have easily have said, no, nah, you know, I want to play Mario Kart or whatever. And mm. it could have just as easily been, like, I went to meet him. could have been a complete waste of my time, you know. But putting myself out there, I met this guy who inspired me. I didn't even know side projects and stuff like that were a thing. Being an entrepreneur, like, he kind of, like, showed me the way. Right. Well, I mean – Two examples that I can think of outside of my own personal experience is I read a book called Things a Little Bird Told Me by Biz Stone, the creator of Twitter. Mm -hmm. And he had mentioned he was he's big on this. And I recommend the book, actually, if you're interested in the background of Twitter or just in creativity in general. But he worked at a book publisher. And his job as a kid was to just work in the warehouse and move books from this shelf to the other shelf, right? Mm -hmm. well, one night, he sneaks in or he's working late or whatever – and he sneaks into the design area, and he sees a project, and he designs a book cover. Like, just on a computer, because he knows how to design, he designs a book cover, and never tells anybody, goes home. And the next morning, or whenever later, they find this book cover, and they didn't know who designed it, but they pitched it to the author, and the author picked his design. Hmm. And he ended up becoming a book designer, because he had everyone in the company was like, who designed this jacket? Who designed this book cover? And he was like, I did. And he was like, do you want a job designing book covers? <laughs> He's like, yeah. So he basically went out and like did his own thing. He also uh, wanted to play uh, – he was in the sports, but like I think he said like he didn't want to play football, so he really wanted to play lacrosse, and he started his own lacrosse team in high school. Like, he, oh, like, that's yeah, awesome. He like, did everything to start his own lacrosse team. Um, another story I can think of is – uh, there's this, this is actually a really big story, but a group of people in Philadelphia wanted their own MLS team, you know, ma major league mm -hmm. soccer team. And they started this movement called the sons of Ben, this group, and they advocated to the MLS to get their own sports franchise, this MLS franchise in Philadelphia. And because of them, they were able to create this, this new sports franchise in our city. Mm. And it's just a big group of people. I have a friend now who uh, works for a uh, like a nursing home type of situation, like a um, you know like assistant living actually. Right, right, right. And he's good at video. He's he's like me in the sense where you know he's a creative guy. He's, oh, that's right. You showed me the video. It's yeah. Pretty... And he 
what he does is he's a he's a salesperson and his job is to get people to move into his his home, the home that he that he works at. And he has these networking events, right? Where he has mm-hmm. to bring in like, you know, doctors and nurses and, you know, other, you know, facilities into like a night. Like it's just a night where like come come after work, have a few drinks, we'll network with uh, one another, and that's great. But what he did was instead of just sending out a mass email to everybody like, "Hey, we're doing this thing," he created a video of a funny video where the first one I remember he did was he just filmed it in in the house on his iPhone, right? Of him like saying like, "Hey, come out to this event. Uh, we really want really we really want you to come out and have a good time and network with people." But if you don't, I'll just be here waiting for you all alone. And he starts playing like this sad music and he, it's like, all in like, it's just like slow motion of him just like looking out the window, just being lonely. And he played the sad, it's funny. Like he lit, watch it. And then he sent it out to everybody and he got like a ton of people to come to this event because everyone remembered this video because they all like laughed at this video. So now he does it all the time. He's, he, you know, creates these like just, you know, sort of like, sort of like, you know, they're, tasteful and classy and like funny videos to entice you know people to come and i you know he started doing video work you know just all on his own not getting paid extra money to do any of this like for his his own company and i told him like dude uh this is like you know there's marketing guys that get paid a lot of money to do this and you could totally go to the ceo or whatever your company and say like this is what i really want to do and you're, you could basically create your own opportunity to move up in the company because of what you've decided to do on your own time. Yeah. And I, I'm trying to convince him to do that. And, you know, uh, um, that happened to me in the same sense where I, when I worked at uh, the pool store, I was designing a website for my uh, band. And I would not do the work at work, but I would like check it on the work computers because I was on a Mac at the time, I think. And my computer, mm. my work computers were all PC. So that's when I would go and test the browser capability when I would go to work. Well, <laughs> because it saved in the browser, my boss was a stickler for us not being on the internet. Like he hated us being on the internet and for obvious reasons. Well, we know the internet's a terrible thing. <sighs> he hated it. Like he would be like, who's on MySpace? I'm like, who cares, man? Just like we're doing. For, and then it was just like, why are you on MySpace? Right. Well, he he ended up pulling up like the history. He would go. He's a micromanager. So he would. This is the same guy that fired me, by the way. But he would uh, go to the stores and like pull up the history and like fire people because they were on the internet. Hmm. Well, he pulled up my website that I designed. He goes. Right. He came to me. He's like, who who's this website? I go. That's my website. He goes. Who designed it? I said I did. He goes. You design websites? I'm like yes. He goes, huh, and left. <laughs> and, and left? Like, and left. I was like, okay. I, I didn't get in trouble, mm. but nothing came of it. And then all of a sudden, he called me into his office one day, called me into corporate, and asked me if I wanted to design the website for, um, for the company. Now, he didn't pay me any extra money to do it. He just said, you know, you can do that at work. You can do it while you, while you work. So meaning like I didn't have to do my normal chores. I could substitute time throughout the day to do the website, which is what you actually enjoyed, which I actually enjoyed. Yeah. And so then what happened was I was doing that and I actually got, uh, I, I said, you know what? I'm really good at this website stuff. Maybe I'm going to try to, you know, make this my job. So I went and talked to my friend who worked at a website design company and he put in a good word for me there. Mm-hmm. And I went and interviewed and I had to do a test to build a website in like, 20 minutes or something built the website i got hired 
So I left the company. I told my boss, hey, I'm going to go work for a website design company because this is something I really want to do. He said, okay. Left, good terms, totally good terms, worked for this website design company uh, for six months until my boss called me back and said, Mm. hey, I I want you to come work full time for me in the corporate office doing website design, doing other marketing stuff. Um, You know, since you know the business, you already know the pool industry, you Mm. you know how to do all these extra things because I've, you know, seen you do it. Would you do that? Pay me $10,000 more a year. I was uh, an hour closer to home and I didn't have to wear a suit. So I was like, uh, yeah, and I was a company I was already familiar with and I would get my own office and I would be working in corporate. I'm like, absolutely, like no brainer. Not just like quit right. that job. I was like, yeah, I'm coming back for sure. And then I just did, you know, I filmed commercials, did radio ads, did magazine ads, did newspaper ads, did the website, did social media. Um, and that's pretty much where I learned I, during my time there is where I learned all of this stuff. Like I would be on the, you know, when I wasn't working, I was learning mm. and I'm getting fired for that too. But you know, it's, it's look, you put, you, you he could have said like who designed the site or who site you could have said no one's yeah. or, you know, you could have not been browsing. I mean, it's kind of like almost falling into an opportunity, but still like he found out you had skills and, you and i should have do- and i what i should have done is presented those skills said mm. like hey i design websites kenny can i design the website for the business i, c- I should have did that and that would be creating my own opportunity or just like designing a version but of- and i i think i think like the the opportunity there that most people like maybe overlook is you know they had you like designing the stuff for for not any more pay than you were already making, right? You're just yeah. new responsibilities, and I think uh, parlayed into more money, right? I'm, what, what I'm saying is like that's the opportunity in disguise where people think that you know you get more responsibilities or you do more things, and then you must immediately get more because, but it actually doesn't work like that. It, it lags. You need to prove yourself, and it's the fact that you did do it, yeah, not for more is the reason why you actually will get more in the future. See, you have to, I think, and I've done this at every job, is you have to take the initiative to do something beyond your scope of work. And when you do that, you know, it opens you up. You you can say, you know, if my boss was having an issue with something and I took it upon myself to to correct that issue and and create something maybe that, you know, the company wasn't looking for, didn't know needed it to to have... All of a sudden, I've created this thing, and now I have a, maybe a better job position because I, hey, I didn't know you could do this, or I didn't know that this was a thing. We could, we could move you up into this, you know, category or whatever, and what, get paid uh, more money. Well, my dad used to always say is like um, in companies, you know, companies with like many multiple people, corporations, uh, like corporations, whatever, uh, voids are created in that people are not doing the things that that they need to be doing, like all the responsibilities or someone leaves and then there's something that needs to be done that's not being done or you see an opportunity that no one else sees. And he always just said, fill those voids. Mm -hmm. And if you make sure you're the one to to fill these voids, then the responsibilities and the pay and all the things will follow because just – the fact that you saw the opportunity and then did it, it already far and beyond proves your value. You know, then just like, Matt, I assign this to you, you do that, and then you sleep for the other 10 hours until, you know, another thing is given to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that actually ended up, I mean, not that it parlayed into any more money, which it should have, 
But uh, no, it did. I mean, you, well, you I didn't say directly that day, but you know, then you left to this other place. They gave you more money, and you came back for more money, and it, it wound up creating this. Oh, whole... you know what? Shit, I do have another like opportunity that I like created, and I didn't realize it. Hmm. I did a lot of these. I was at when I was working for this company, this pool company. Um, all the sales guys, I, they would come to me because I was the one creating all the marketing material, and I, I had, somebody had mentioned to me like. You know, you really should have a system in place where you could do lead follow-ups, you know, like mm-hmm. like a sales force. And I said, well, we can't do sales force because all of the sales guys that work for us are, like, really old guys. They don't even, like, know how to type. Can't handle the they, technology. They can't handle the technology. And I just knew that. And, I, and so I said, well, I'm going to try to build my own, like, lead system. So I ended up just doing it and not telling anybody I was doing it. Mm. And I built this lead system. And I presented it to my boss. He was like, oh, this is great. He's like, but why didn't you just go with Salesforce? I'm like, because there are certain salespeople, I won't name them, but don't know how to use computers. And I wanted to create a really dumbed down version of it that they could use and mm. something that we could, you know, spy on them with from the, from this end. So I basically created a system where we would have we would have an understanding of what the sales guys were doing and it would be easy enough for them to use. And I ended up having to learn PHP to do that. So mm. I took the extra step to go home and learn PHP in order to build this software, which I ended up doing, and the company used for the entire time that I was there. And I don't; they could still use it now. I don't know. And what happened was, uh, then I became like the guy in charge of all the salespeople and how they, they did their sales. So I would start running sales meetings. Hmm. You know, not that I got paid any extra money for doing so, but what happened was, I when I was when I was doing side work. I would use this as, hey, I know how to code. I know how to do PHP code. So I would present, I presented this to another company of mine that I, that I actually ended up getting hired by. And I said, I can do website design, but I can also design software. And I showed him this lead program that I had been working on. And he goes, well, when I hire you, I want you to recreate this software for our company. Mm. So that was one of the, you know, I, that extra thing that I did that to no one's, you know, no one asked me to do it. I did it on my own. Ended up being the like the breaking like the a being major the selling point. Yeah, for, you. for my next job, which was mm. I got paid more money to go towards. Hmm. So this, you know, you have to, you know, go step out of your comfort zone. Maybe uh, do and, something that's not required of you. And I think like it's not even that you're doing it because well. If I create this software, then they're going to pay me an extra blah, blah, blah. I think that if you see these opportunities and they happen to be things that interest you, even like tangentially, Mm -hmm. though the fact that you then do it, you will be probably much more successful because you're interested in it. And uh, you wind up like creating your own quote unquote dream job as opposed to maybe the thing you started with. Um. And this, like, and the idea of just asking questions. Yeah. Right. So like, this reminds me of the what Thomas Franken meant, said is, uh, mm-hmm. he said that, and I know his friend Martin, uh, Martin Bamey, who's who's been on the show, said that he just asked his professor if he could test out of the class because it was something he had already know, knew, and mm-hmm. if now and he ended up the professor testing, doesn't really care. Yeah, he know? ended up testing out and got the credits, but didn't have to like spend Co- the time. Cost do- him yeah, anything. didn't yeah. cost him anything. So it turns out like. If he didn't ask that, then he, that opportunity wouldn't have presented itself. But he just asked the question. Same with raises. Like, you just need to, like, speak up. That's what I'm saying. Like, dude. Don't be a mindless drone. 
But like the reason why I say ask and whatever is because I was I joined the investment bank out of college and I didn't know how you're supposed to be. And I guess I'm maybe just a demanding person or I'm just the way that I am, whatever. And uh, like, for example, I came through this program and when I started, uh, I didn't like no one had taught me what to do. Mm-hmm. And there was like this when you join, it's like a marketplace where kind of like the teams vie for you. Yeah. And they pull you in. And for the first year, it doesn't get charged like to your team's P&L. Like it's profit and loss thing. Right. And we were doing it. And I, I saw all these grads. I, was, I went to my boss like, I want some grads to help me do my job, help us build our thing bigger. It didn't cost us anything. Showed up to this event, convinced some kids to come join our team. And it wound up being that because my boss didn't want any more work. So I, it was my job to you know, handle them, which eventually became manage them. Mm-hmm. And I became a manager just because I pulled some people in. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. That, I mean, there are opportunities that you can create yourself. You just have to actually go out and do them. Mm-hmm. You know, an opportunity is not going to present itself if you just stand there. Or you know, the same thing with, uh, I don't know if I want to go into the lottery thing, but like you just think that life and luck are going to hand you this you know million dollar a day prize by scratching off a lottery ticket. Sorry. Well, the thing is is like you go and you do these things and I think like maybe I mean, you don't know what the outcome is going to be. How about this? So you're doing it and then like something happens as a result, but it might not be anything you thought. Yeah, but I'll tell you what's not going to be, you know, what? the uh, you know, taking it upon yourself to scratch off a lottery ticket is not creating your own opportunity. <laughs> I'm going to say that. It's not. Is it, that's why you brought up the lottery? Yeah. Well, uh, somebody had said on Facebook, one of my friends uh, had said, he, he agreed with what we said on, that op, on the episode about the lottery and the idiot's odds. But some people do like the gamble. Like they enjoy it, and isn't that worth money if they enjoy doing that thing? And mm-hmm. I, my argument was, yes. You could do it online for free. You can. With, and I, with well, digital fake currency. Well, that's what I said. I said, would you still With do wild it? cat currencies. Yeah. If, I said, would you still do it if there was no money involved? So, like, for instance, like, would you still enjoy playing poker if your own money wasn't at stake? And my answer to that question is, yes, I would enjoy playing poker if we were just using a chips in my house, mm. like not even or like food right, right. or something. Um, you know, would I enjoy playing roulette? Probably not, because that Cause it's, game, not it's a, a pretty boring game. Like, there's no skill. Yeah. There's no, you know, uh, would I enjoy playing craps? Probably not either. Would I enjoy playing blackjack? No, probably not. Like there's, you know, there, like when there's money involved, it becomes, and the, and the only reason like you enjoy it is because you enjoy, you, want to win. you enjoy the feeling of what if I win? That's the, that's yeah. the, you know, but, but I just wanted to bring that up and yes, you can still enjoy playing the games on the slot machine. And if you pay five cents and that's all you do and it's fine, you know, it's fine, but just, mm. just know that. It's the money that makes it fun, you know. Not always, but for the most part, yeah. Right, right, right. So if not, you would just play arcade games, which are way more intense, way more fun, <laughs> and you get tickets, you know, for whatever you can get a well, like oh, like skee ball, like skee ball. <laughs> I love skee ball. You get Chinese finger traps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so that's. I mean, I think that's it. I want to wrap it up. Um, yeah. so if you guys have questions or if you want to share your stories about how you created your own opportunities, which we would love to hear on, uh, Facebook or Twitter, or send us an email, listen, money matters at gmail.com. And if you like the show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever else you can leave a review. And when I'm, I'm in the, 
What? I know, I know. I, I just want to say really quick, I just remembered one make your own opportunity thing, and it, it didn't necessarily work out, but a listener had reached out to you, or did not even reach out, just said that she had lost her job. And you actually, I don't know if you wound up helping in the end, but you helped her look for one. And the thing is, is she just put herself out there. She doesn't know you personally. But um, I just thought that was really cool in like the whole make your opportunity thing where you never know what could come of it. Yeah. So why uh, not try? Yeah, I'm not sure if anything came out of that. I know I had uh, my ex-girlfriend, you know, had hated her job and she said that I inspired her by my words to help her look for another job and she ended up finding another job and she's moving and starting over again and she's very excited about that and I had something to do with that there according you go. to her so that was nice to hear and now, and now she could forever be regretful that, <laughs> that she uh, broke up with me <laughs> no 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 but um, so <laughs> you just threw me off I remember I said that there was somebody who left a review about getting a raise mm-hmm. I found it it's oh yeah, yeah it's okay so and you're gonna read it perfect so Ray's advice, five stars from Galvatron Megatron from the United States. Yes, Galvatron Megatron. Got a $6 raise by asking since you said it on one of your shows to ask. Thanks. I need a beer. <laughs> that, was the, that was the extent. I love that review, though, because there it is. It, proof. Yeah. That our show can actually make you money. <laughs> and you're like, what did he have to lose? He could have went to his boss. Um, I need a raise. He'd be like, ha, no. And that was it. Yeah. yeah I got to get fired for asking. Exactly. Well, unless your boss is an No, asshole. I mean, yeah, that, that's pretty extreme. Yeah. I want to read another review just because mm. I had it already loaded up, but I found that one. I thought it was appropriate. Cool. Uh, so this one's from Ran- Ransom Patterson from the United States. Just a couple of guys hanging out, telling it like it is, five stars. Just discovered this podcast recently through Thomas Frank of College Info Geek, and I'm loving it. Thanks, mm. Thomas. While the financial information is excellent, without a doubt, the back and forth between Matt and Andrew is what makes the podcast one of my favorites. The guys are unafraid to go on tangents, which are usually hilarious, and don't mind dropping a few F-bombs here and there. An authentic, entertaining show that makes me feel like I'm just hanging out with some awesome dudes while happening, while happening to learn some of the cool personal finance tips. Super duper work, guys. Super duper work, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Ransom Patterson. We fucking love doing this show. Fuck yeah, dude. Last but not least, if you want to learn more about personal finance and money management, we are always writing new stuff and posting up new episodes of this very podcast at listenmoneymatters.com. Mm. So thank you. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. And of course, we always look forward to the next episode. So later, Andrew. Later, Matt. <laughs>